Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Tuesday, you will be spending more time with me and my friends as I take you through some of the leading ideas out there in the personal finance space that I find interesting and worthy of your time. I've decided to name this segment First Dips, hoping that you and I can get first dips on some of these leading ideas. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so everyone will ask you to communicate with your partner. Oh, this is a situation you must talk about it, talk about money, talk about the expenses. But most people, all the experts out there, right? I think they are financial experts. They're not very communication experts. So they give me very generic ideas. So broad, right? I don't know where to start. And Aku honestly think, you know, I, I have a little bit more concrete when, when it comes to go, when it comes with these kind of things, right? I actually have a method to go about doing this step by step to get you to the end, right? And and I want to share with you these tips and methods to increase your success rate, right? So that at the end of such a conversation, what comes out is mutual peace and comfort and everybody subscribes to the new plan. I think that is the main goal and the main idea. So yes, welcome back. Good morning, everyone, and welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, and discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately, empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut, and today, today, finally, finally, we're gonna talk a little bit about money conversation tips. Okay, I will even call it a strategy. Like I actually have a strategy. I have a plan to go about doing some of these things, right? Because I have had many, many hard money conversations with all sorts of people, business partners, employees, my partner, you know, all sorts of people around these things. And I feel like, yeah, I have enough battle scars. I've tried many methods to know that these things are complicated and I kind of have a plan. So I'm going to share with you, show all of you today, right? To once and for all, give you a concrete strategy to go about this. But of course, I'm not saying uh, all the random things out there that happen in your life, like you must ask, right? Like, oh yeah, the vegetable, huh? do we want to buy Kong Kong or like Chai Shim? No, <laughs> no. You know, but these kind of money conversation usually occurs when big life changes happen, right? So like maybe you lost your job, you uh, your company downsized, you suddenly have a kid, you know, for some reason, you know, you need to have a big change in your expenses. And it can be the other way also. I'll just say it can be that you get a promotion. Oh, now you got 20, 30% more of your income. It can be that, okay, both of you have an uh, increase in your income. And now you're thinking of like, should we buy EC instead of like BTO, right? Should we jump the queue to just get straight away, get a condo, right? Or even, yeah, even like the recent situation where BTO was pretty much halted or like no new flats were being built during the pandemic, 
I stand corrected, right? It can be no new flats or not a lot of new flats. That's why a lot of people went to buy the resale market and then prices start moving and then all these are big, big conversations. May not always be a bad downside, like cutback kind of conversation. It can be an increase. But how do we both increase and we increase as a collective, right? Like even as a business partner, like, okay, how are we going to invest? Now we have this extra money that comes in. How are we going to spend this money? You know, so... It can be good things. It can be bad things. It does not always need to be just like, oh, you know, like fire, lose income, blah, 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 right? It doesn't always be the downside. Even the upside, you also need this kind of conversation, right? And because it's a change in your habits, it's a change in the way you allocate money and everybody has to be on board. Everybody has to be comfortable. If not, there will be a lot of dissonance. There'll be a lot of discomfort. And if not everyone on the team buys in, oh my goodness, this thing will keep coming to bite you. Hey, I told you already. I told you last time. I told you already. Don't tell me. Now is now. Don't tell me last time, okay? But to avoid, huh? to avoid, to avoid such a situation where I tell you, I tell you keeps coming out, right? You need to get everyone on the team or everybody to buy in, right? And on the team, I it can come in different forms. So it can be you and your partner, that is one team. You and your partner and the broader family, that's also a team. Depending on how big this thing is, it can be between you and your co-founders. It can be you and the whole business team that you work with. All sorts of teams. It can be your family. It can be all sorts of different things depending on what you're doing, right? Even and you run an organization, like a interest group together, like all of you are like gardening people, right? And then you came, come together to do a community garden, right? And you want to make some big money changes and not everybody is comfortable and you got to seed the idea, right? And all that. So, so these are big situations that you have to do this money conversation and depending on who you are with, you got to get everyone to buy it or you got to broadly get everybody to buy it. If not, down the road, a lot of problems will occur. And I think that's the part where a lot of the financial professionals, they always tell you, oh, you must uh, talk to your partner, law, have a good conversation. It's like, what is a good conversation? How do I go about doing this? Right? And, and that is the part that I want to kind of kind of give you all some, co- give you all coconut some ideas on how to do this. So like I said, it can be all sorts of situation. It does not need to be a come down situation. It can be a move up kind of situation. Or it can be, a, a, let's say we just focus on you and your partner or the family, right? And it can be a situation where you have an increment, your spouse doesn't have an increment, but you feel like your increment is enough to go about getting a condominium. Let's say you want to shift to a condo or you know, like maybe you want to shift out of this country. You want to go somewhere else, but your spouse is not ready to go with you or your partner is not ready to go with you. And then, you know, these are like hard conversations, right? Because it's not just like, oh, everyone is progressing. We progress together. It's like you are progressing financially, but are you all managing money as a block? And if you're managing money as a block, that means on some level you're contributing more, but you want to shift into a, to a condo. Like, is it going to work? Because on your end, right, you may feel very comfortable. Okay, well, we are one family. Well, we married so many years, got two kids already. I get an increment. I want to sleep in a condo. You know, increment is okay. You know, we manage money together. I am going to thank more of it. Lah. It's fine. Let's just get ourselves a bit more comfortable, shift to a better place. But your partner may not agree. And he or she may not be comfortable, right? And if they're not comfortable and you never manage to drive the buy-in into them such that they feel comfortable. It's like, okay, law, you know, it's fine. That, yeah, yeah, let's let's do this, right? And while I may not be able to contribute more now, maybe down the road I can contribute more, right? Or, or I can contribute in other ways, right? So it's really about getting everybody together on the same line and getting the buy-in from everybody. So to me, that is the sole measure of success 
post this kind of conversation. Okay, so the sole measure of success after you go through this whole conversation is that we come up with an agreement at the end that everybody is comfortable with and we have a united front forward. Okay, this is the sole measurement of success for this kind of money conversation, complex money conversation, uh, not Tai Shim or Kang Kong, right? Or like, do we eat this restaurant or that restaurant? No, right? <laughs> or maybe we don't restaurant for three months. Uh, that could be a conversation, right? Maybe because every week, you know, both of you, you know, go restaurant or like, you know, credit card, one for one movie. Every week you go movie together and then you're like, oh, you know, maybe these few months we, we want to cut back on this. So it's a change in consumer habits which can be quite serious in the way of life that both of you live together and these things will need some conversation, okay? So it's not always just very, very big things. Some things can be perceived to be big, right? Because maybe Friday, both of you always go on a weekend, on a Friday night dinner, right? It's, it's, like, a, it's like a couple way of life. But then recently something happened or you become very busy, very occupied, you cannot do this anymore, right? And then you got to have that kind of conversation and they say, oh, maybe three months, six months, we don't do this. So it does not always need to be like buy a house, have kids, all the big, big things, you know? But it, probably not as small as like Chai Shim or Kang Kong, but somewhere in between that you and your partner both feel is important and both of you need to come together on a united front, I would render these things as uh, serious money conversations that you need to have together. I also put out a caveat out there that I don't know how you're managing money as a team. It, it can be you are, both of you are putting money together to manage together. It can be that you have a sinking fund together that both of you put together, but individually you still have some money. You know, so I, I don't know exactly what is your financial structure with your partner. And some of these conversations may require some changes in financial structures. Right, it can be that, okay, now maybe we try to manage more money together, you know, or, or all that, right? Or maybe uh, I think it's better for us to each keep 20% of our salary for ourselves, you know, so so all that, right? And, and it, it's complicated. It can get very complicated. So I think that's one caveat that I want to put out there. But assuming the caveats are there, I think what is important with these kind of conversations is that there's a change that is coming. So it is this change that is painful, not so much where you're coming from. Right? So it doesn't really matter where you're starting at at this point in time, but it's the change that is painful. And to go through this pain, you need to get everybody to buy it. Right? So this is the main thing. Okay, so the first point that I have for everybody to go through this kind of uh, complex money conversation, okay, uh, stuff. Okay, so first point is you must seed the idea. Don't jump straight in. Okay, seeding ideas are very, very important. Okay, and, and the thing is, if you work in the corporate, you might already know some of these things. You know, you casually ask, hey, uh, recently you, you saw this thing, um, our competitor doing this, you know, any thoughts? And then you ask the next person, hey, have you seen this? Uh, our competitor doing this, you know, any thoughts? They keep seeding this idea across the whole company, right? Everybody, your department, hey, you got see this, oh, wait, like, very nice, eh? well, like, mm, uh, uh. so all these are seeding ideas. You're seeding ideas into these people so that they think about it and then you keep seeding, keep seeding. At some point, maybe somebody will be like, hey, yeah, really quite good. Huh? Maybe let's talk a little bit about it. Right? So this is the very first step of building buy-in. Seed ideas. Don't jump straight in. Okay? So if we focus on the family unit, right? Focus on you and your partner together. It is very scary when you randomly go and, and door knock your wife, your husband, your spouse, your partner. It's like, eh, recently uh, this EC uh, launch, uh, let, let's get this. Uh. Like, not bad. Uh. Or like, eh, you know, recently uh, our neighbor, 
you know, they send the boy boy and girl girl to after school or something, very expensive tuition, right? Uh, and But the result very good, you know, like, shall we do that? Oh my God, it's very expensive. Like, do you want to do that? You know, it's like, oh yeah, recently I saw this Montessori thing. You know, so there are big and small things that can add up. And sometimes it's very scary, especially when your partner is occupied with something else and then you jab them because you paise. Because that's what's happened with a lot of these kind of conversations. You yourself know it is not an easy move. It is slightly complicated. Maybe the expenses can take it, maybe cannot. Not sure. Okay, you must get everybody together. And so you paise, you try to take very random hours to go and ask or you try to seed it. You know, it's like, like maybe your, your wife is busy working or like doing makeup. Then you say, oh, uh, why would I buy this new car? Like quite nice, I've got promotion. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, anything. Like, like she, she's still half awake, right? And then next morning, no, like uh, one month later, the car comes. Eh, why you upgrade the car? Oh, the day I tell you already, ma? Right? She was like, when? Oh, uh, while you're doing makeup lo, in the morning, 7 a.m. <laughs> it's like, hello, bro, you're asking for trouble. Right? Same for the other side, right? Same for the uh, both sides, okay? I, I don't care, you know, which gender, whatever, you know. But the idea here is if you're going to make big decisions that you know it's going to come back and be a flag, right? And you do this kind of stupid things where you're asking for trouble. So uh, make sure make sure your reply will never be, oh, the other day I tell you already, what? if the person doesn't register in their head, then they, so what if you told them, right? You can write a letter, write 20 emails, you send to MP, you also no reply, means nothing, what? right? You never told them, they never hear you, right? So the same idea exists here, right? If the other party has not received it, doesn't matter how many times you tell them, they have not received it. That means both of you have not come together on consensus on this move forward. Okay, and then you're going to see all sorts of problems. And then you say, oh, husband never listen, wife never listen, my spouse, my partner, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, the idea here is, if you never get a buy-in, it's not a success. Okay? Like I already laid out the sole measurement of success, right? Obviously, the conversation at the end, everybody buys in, united front, we move forward. This is the sole measurement. So don't do a sneaky move. Which is why seeding is important. And the seeding can be casual. You can, of course, we must be smarter. When people are in a better mood, right? The seeding becomes more open, right? When it's like after a work call and then come out the face, frown, macham, like, you know, like the whole thing, like jump together, like, you know, the whole face, like come together, like, oh, what the hell? You confirm no, it's a bad timing. You confirm no, it's not a good day or like a good hour. Then you go and ask, uh, can we send boy boy to after school? And then, and then of course, <laughs> of course, it's a no lah. Right, I want to quit my job already. Still what? After school? Right, no money. Right, so we must be a bit smarter on these things. Yes, we don't be sneaky. Find good time to seed the idea and ask, you know, have you thought about this? You know, oh, recently, you know, uh, our neighbor do this or recently I saw this new thing I thought was pretty interesting or hey, recently I got an increment, blah, 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 blah. And then I was thinking of this, 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 right? So keep the conversation open seed the ideas in the early days and seed them during good times. Have you thought of this? Do you see this? Blah, 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 right? So it's not a downward kind of situation where it's like, I want this open-ended question. Have you considered this? Do you think about this? Hey, recently, I saw this. It's quite interesting. Any thoughts? You know, of course, the downside exists. So recently, salary got a little bit of cut, right? I think COVID, a lot of people can a little bit of cut. Are there some things that you want to remove from our expenses so that we can live uh, a little bit healthier, like we don't need to struggle so much? So open questions, open questions and seed them. Okay, good times, good times. Huh? Don't hide, hide, hide. At the end, wow, the, the carpet open up all the rubbish there. Okay, so seed them during good times, be a bit smarter. 
but open-ended question. This is seeding. Okay, first step, seeding the idea. Don't jump straight in. So after you seed this idea, there will be a range of reactions. Like it can range from, huh, I never thought about this. It's like, huh, why? You know, or like, uh, oh yeah, actually, I was also thinking about this. So of course, the actually, I was also thinking about this kind of situation is the best, right? Because that means the buy-in already quite high. You don't need to work very hard on it, right? It's okay already. Uh, the harder ones will be, huh, why? You know, like that means they have not even crossed their mind. That means your partner, your teammate have not crossed their mind. This thing does not make sense in their head. They, they don't even think about it, right? They're not even aware of this reality. This is the hardest because there's a lot of uh, talking that you need to go to. Right and uh, the the somewhere in between is uh you know like oh okay yeah maybe we can talk about this blah blah blah. So those are those are the range of scenarios like And the person really has a high buy in quite easy. You stage another discussion. That's great. The person doesn't have a lot of buy in. Then you got to ask some questions like oh yeah what is your thought around this? You know open questions again right? What is your thought? How do you feel about it? Feeling you know, logic all needs to come in, right? So feeling and logic all needs to come. How do you feel about this? You know, have you thought about this? Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then you have the open-ended kind of conversation, right? So I think this is the the main crux of what can potentially occur after you seek the idea. And so amidst this range of reaction, okay, it doesn't matter whether the reaction is very good like, okay, the result already have very high buy-in. They also think alike. They are also thinking about this. You know, or there's no, like totally no buy-in, no awareness or like somewhere in between, huh, really? Mm, I'm not sure. You know, whatever the range of reaction does not matter. Point number two, okay, of how to do these kind of conversations is you should stage a platform for serious and safe discussion. Okay, you must stage a platform for serious and safe discussion. It cannot be just you take it lightly. The very fact that you're having this conversation is not lightly, right? So don't 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 like laugh about it, joke about it. No, no. Humor can take a break. Okay, just listen to me, Joe. How? Huh? Okay, <laughs> stage a serious and safe discussion. A, a platform for this. Okay, and we'll talk a little bit more afterward from our sponsor. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Okay. So the idea of seeding is that you seed first, right? You need to let the seed grow, right? You need to let them think, give everybody some space to think about some of these things. You don't jump in straight, right? So even if the buy-in is very high, you'll be like, okay, yeah, that's very good. Good that we are on the same train of thoughts. Maybe we can write down some of our ideas. Maybe we can write down some of our thoughts, what are we thinking of? And then we come together and talk about it, you know, on another day. Yeah, even if the buy-in is high, you don't want it to be an energy-driven kind of situation, right? So you want to work through some of the logic kings. You want to work through the buy-in process such that everybody gets in together. You know, whether is it like very high buy-in or not so high buy-in. So either way, the reaction does not matter. It matters that the next step is you stage a serious and safe discussion platform. Of course, that being said, high buy-in is easier, right? When there's no buy-in or low buy-in, that's the situation where reaction, emotional reaction can be quite high when, when you 
broach some of these questions and you must comfort the individual immediately. Okay, the goal is not to be like, you're right or like, you know, like you don't understand me. It's like, of course, they don't understand. That's why they're trying to understand, right? That's why they have the emotional reaction. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, okay. So, <laughs> so the idea here is at the end, success or measure, measure of success is we want to come together to have a united front same buy-in to move forward, right? That's so measure of success. So it doesn't matter, you know, like, uh, what's the process? How are you feeling? All that. But it matters if you are broaching the question, you're going to start this thing, right? You must be comfortable with the idea that the other party may have a violent reaction. You know, huh, really? Don't lie, blah, 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 blah. And I think this may be not so violent already, okay? So it can be very violent. The main idea here is if there's no buy-in or there's a violent reaction, try to comfort the person in the shortest period of time. And the easiest way to go about it is like, okay, I know you're not feeling very comfortable. I get it. But I hope that you can share with me a little bit more like why you don't feel comfortable and you see how far they go down this discussion. Okay? If they're very, very, very emotional, you let them spill it out first because the energy need to dissipate, right? So after they spill it out, you don't engage. Huh? After they spill it out the whole thing, I'm like, okay, can I get it? How about we take some time to think about this thing. Uh, we write down our concerns and some of our ideas and then we talk about this another time. Would that be okay? Would that be comfortable? 90% of the time will be okay one. Okay, maybe some people very violent, they, 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 cannot, they, they cannot go over it. Then this one, you have to spend a bit more time to comfort further. So, okay, maybe then you can share with me some of these things. Now, how about we write down these things now? Okay, but never engage. You can write down all the concerns, but never engage. Okay, next step, you must always stage a safe and, you know, serious discussion platform for these things to exist. Whether or not high buy-in, low buy-in, just in the situation of low buy-in, you need to comfort the people quick or the other person that you're trying to talk to quick. Okay, so when you stage the serious and safe conversation, there are a few things, right? First thing is everybody must write down some thoughts before they come into the conversation. Okay, this is a must. Huh? Whether high buy-in, low buy-in, everybody must write down some thoughts. Okay, so there will be, of course, a theme, right? Okay, should we shift into a condo? Should we spend $600 for boy boy girl to go to this tuition? Or should we cut down our expenses in this way? You know, or should we downsize? Well, that, that probably even bigger, right? So, so depending on what you are trying to achieve, there is a main topic, right? Main thing. So in this main thing, then you write down. So why do you want to do this? You know, like what are some realities? You know, the whether you like it or you don't like it, or what do you hope to achieve at the end? You know, let's say, let's say, let's say we do this, we cut back for a while. How long is this cutback gonna be? Right? Are, are we gonna move back higher? Or it's like if we're gonna increase, right? We're gonna buy an EC, we're gonna increase our spending. How how certain are we that we can keep this going? You know, and if not, what happens? Right? So all sorts of questions can come out as a result of this line. It's okay. Right, so you write down all these ideas and all these questions, all your concerns. You probably have to think about that. Your partner has to think about it, and let each other think independently. And then you come to this platform to then talk. Okay, it must be a serious platform. Cannot be casual, ah. Huh? Okay, why must it be serious? Because this is a serious matter. Everybody needs to come together on a united front. So it is a discussion. So with both of you prepping all the back work, homework that you are doing, right? Okay, you do yourself. Do a secret, ah. Huh? Secret cannot share. Okay, secret, ah. Huh? You come to this platform, what you do, how do you select the platform? Okay, a few things. Right? First thing is you must fix a date and a time. This must be fixed. It cannot move. This is your highest priority. Your boss call you also not as important. Okay, this is your highest priority. You can let your boss know that I have a very serious meeting with my spouse and I'm sorry I cannot do this because once you shift this meeting, oh my God, 
because you already stage it, right? In front, you see it, you work through all these emotions, everything, you get everybody to do your homework and you stage a fixed time and a day, right? And then you shift it. It shows that you're not concerned about this thing or this thing is like, it's, it's not as important to you because you already stage it as a very serious thing, right? So you please uh, make sure you stage in a time that highly likely you will get one, okay? So stage the day and the time, important. Fix it, everybody come for this, okay? Next thing is choose a safe place, right? And safe place, I do mean like try to do it in a place where both of you can be as vulnerable because in the process, there may be emotions that come out. And the last thing you want is for the for whoever that comes out with these emotions to feel like they are being judged by other people. So don't do it in public spaces. I feel like, okay? Some people like to do this kind of like conversation at like cafe, cafe. You know, but for me, no lah. I don't like to do it at the cafe because to me at the cafe, there's a lot of dynamics that's moving that you cannot control, right? You, you don't know like, oh, if there's a big crowd, you know, there's a bunch of students next door, they're shouting and laughing, you know, which is fair, right? I mean, when we were students, we were young, ah! so, right, right? <laughs> so, so, so all these things you cannot control, so I will avoid outside, okay? Maybe I can welcome the park. I think the parks is okay because park very broad, a lot of breeze, you know, you can find a quiet corner. I think that's relatively safe, not as many people around, okay? The home-wise can be done. I think the home is should be a safe place. If your home is not a safe place, you have more complicated problems than a money conversation, okay? But I will assume your home is a safe place. It can be that you may have kids. If you can, if it's a very, very serious conversation, depending on how serious this is, right? If it's a very serious one, try to maybe put your kids to your parents' place, right? Like let them take care of the kids for a while and then just you and your partner, two of you have that conversation. So you must stage it safe and serious. Serious in the sense that everybody prep it, you come together, you know what is the thing that we want to do. Everybody do their homework and we all abide by this time, date and everything. Safe in a sense that we both can be vulnerable without feeling like we are being judged. Okay, because some of these things will get you very vulnerable. Even if it's the good news, like, oh, we want to buy a condo, but your partner is an increment, you don't. And you feel like, you know, I'm not contributing my fair share on this. You know, it can be a discussion on how deep you are feeling. And all these are vulnerabilities that you may not want other people to see. So please don't go to the cafe, okay? This is my baseline for all of you. When I go to a quiet corner in the garden or try to do it at home, you know, I think those are fine. Okay, and if you have kids, put them somewhere else, make this thing between you and your partner. Hopefully within the first conversation, you can complete this thing already. Okay, sometimes the matter is not as big uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's serious, but it's not as big. Maybe we should we buy a car, you know, or uh, should we remove, should we not travel for a few years, you know, or, or yeah, should we like spend on our kids? How should we spend our kids? You know, and uh, blah, 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 right? So some things, some matters are not as big not as serious, okay? Relative to other things like we're going to downsize our house. You know, we need to cut back on some of these things. Uh, my business went bankrupt. Something happened. You know, should we take a loan for the business? Blah, blah, blah. You know, so, so some things are bigger. Some things are not so big. So hopefully within one conversation, you can complete it after you trash through all your pointers, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And, and to be clear, right? During this conversation, try to de-escalate emotions quick. Okay? Don't, and de-escalating emotions does not mean to silence the other party's emotions. Let everyone feel like they're hurt, they're understood, their feelings matter, blah, blah, blah. Okay? These things are important. And we can go much deeper and much more nuanced in this, but I think it's out of the perimeter of a financial podcast. If you really want, I can run a class for all of you to kind of work through some of these things because I do have some major pointers on them. 
But if let's say you cannot complete the conversation in one sitting, which is normal, okay? Which is normal, huh? If the conversation is big and complicated, because at first you never compare notes, ma. then you come together on this one conversation, then you compare notes, blah, 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 right? And then you may not be able to come to a united front at this conversation. It's fine. Arrange the next one. But when you arrange the next one, your agenda must move. It cannot be the same conversation anymore. It cannot be a, should we buy a car? Okay? If let's say your conversation was, should we buy a car? The next conversation is, if we buy a car, what are the expenses that we are going to remove? So your conversation must evolve, right? So your theme question must change. That means you are leading down a path of mutual united front. Important. Okay? And at the same time, the next conversation, you can try to immediately arrange, right? Don't wait. Okay? And also make sure that when you get to the next conversation, that means you're going to stage the next conversation. Everybody must also be comfortable. You cannot carry the rage and emotions. You know, like, like okay, so I hear you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's do this. Let's talk about this other set of things the next time. And then you arrange maybe two weeks down or one month down. Give everybody some time and space. And don't forget that, you know, you two probably live in the same roof, under the same roof, maybe on the same bed. And so this brings me to my third point. Very important tip for all of you. Because of the context that you live under one roof and you, you, you live on the same bed, right? And that is managing emotions is of the utmost importance in these conversations, okay? Utmost important because a lot of people come in with logic right? and they believe their logic is right, okay? And, and truth is, huh? right or wrong does not matter. Finding comfort and mutual ground is what is important. Because right and wrong is merely a moral judgment or a logical judgment based on what is in your head. And if your partner already agrees with you, then there's no need for such a conversation. The reality here is your logic and the other person's logic is not matching. You need to come together on a new logic together that everybody is comfortable with, that hits everybody's pointers. And so in this process, it gets emotional. In this process, things can come out. Villains can come out, you know. Past traumas can come out. Oh, last time, you know, my family bought this car and then like blah, 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 blah. And then down the road, something, something, something happened. Or we took a debt for this, this, this. And then we end up shifting houses three times. Or, or you know, all these different things. It may not be you, you know. And very likely, it's not you or your partner. It's some experiences that they have inculcated or some traumatic experiences from childhood or some even uh, some people call it intergenerational trauma or like family trauma you know like like you, it may not be you directly experiencing it but so many people around you experiencing it that you feel like yeah what if like that you know and, and you cannot say it's not logical because the fact is they have some experiences behind and that kind of anchors their logic Right? And in, in your worldview, nah, nah, this is not logical. Lah. Don't take credit card, no problem anymore. Right? You know, let's say let's say this is your, your logic. Right? But on in their worldview, it's a different set of logic. And we're not here to discuss whether whose logic is right or wrong. We are here to come together on a mutual ground so that we have a common ground to move forward with. So in this process, it will be emotional and you've got to manage the emotions because baseline is you live on the same bed. This is not a corporate business talk. Okay? When you work in business, you can, you know, your negotiation tactic can be, you know, more more crazy, right? Oh, the one we walk out, right? You, you know, it's like, oh, okay, fine, it's fine. Okay, you can find another person, right? Because it's more business, you know, more cutthroat. You don't live together. You live in a different household, you know. But hey, a lot of the things that you and your partner, your family, you're going to talk about will affect you, maybe your parents, your kids, boy, boy, girl, girl, your partner, you know, like all, all, all these things, 
are close to heart, close to your life, close to your home. They are in fact your home. And the last thing I want you to do is to treat it like a logical conversation. There is mutual logic on both sides that may not agree, but we are here to come to a common ground. And the worst thing is you live on the same bed, right? So managing the emotions and uh, ensuring some base level of harmony and unity at home is very important. So if it's getting too tight, it can be a situation where he's getting very emotional, very out of whack, right? You're getting too tight. Then your priority is no longer getting the common ground. Your priority is to try to de-escalate the emotion to push the conversation down, right? Which then you stage the next conversation. You open up the new question and the question may start as, should we buy a car, right? And when 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 you come into this conversation, should we buy a car, blah, 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 both sides, talk, 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 talk. And then one side will be like, no, I don't want a car, blah, 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 blah. it's very expensive, brother. And then you get very emotional, right? There's no point in trying to drive another whole set of logic in. De-escalate the emotion and then extend the question. So you Joe at the next meeting, right? Second meeting, third meeting. So in the second meeting, the question must evolve. Should we buy a car? Should, should chief to, okay, if we buy a car, what are the things that we need to remove in our lives? How much budget are we going for this? And how long are we going to try this out? Right? So your conversation must evolve. Conversation one, conversation two. Eventually, by the second or third conversation, you should get somewhere. Okay? And I think, Managing the emotions in this process is an important parameter that I think a lot of us forget. Because sometimes, you know, we are very good at we negotiate in business, blah, blah, blah. No, you forget that huh? at home it's not business, huh? right? Okay, at home it's not business, it's your home. You eat shit, sleep here, okay? Relax, huh? <laughs> give everybody some slack. Manage the emotions a little bit better. Of course, if you can manage your, you know, business partner's emotions or your client's emotions, even better. Your top sales, you know, top business people, people love to work with you, right? So, I think these are things to, to think a little bit about. At the end, the idea is to come together on a mutual ground so that we have a mutual plan that we can move forward together so that there will be no more of the, oh, I told you last time, you know, blah, blah. You see, you never consult me, blah, blah, blah. None of this because all these will seed this harmony and you don't have a team together. Shit's going to happen down the road. Okay? So to me, that is a sole marker of success for this kind of money conversation you know, money conversation, like essentially. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I'm going to sum up the three points I have for all of you today. I hope this system helps you to get through your money conversation. Okay, number one is to seed the idea. Don't jump straight in. Right? Some people, they yeah, you, you don't, don't slide. Like, that's the worst. Like, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, okay, I'm going to do this. Uh, woo, then go. Oh my God, that's the worst. Okay, <laughs> seed the idea. Don't jump straight in. Sometimes people are, have a higher buy-in already. Your partner already thought about it. Sometimes the buy-in is very low. Like, huh? Why? So it doesn't matter where the buy-in is. See the idea first and get a little bit of sensing. If the buy-in is very violent, very low, then there's a bit of emotional management. But more importantly is, after you see the idea, 
don't jump straight into the conversation. Everybody do some sort of prep work. And then this brings you to point number two, which is to stage a platform for serious and safe discussion. Safe is important. It must be a place that nobody feel judged. Everybody feels safe. No other variable points to disturb you. Serious in a sense that because this is a serious conversation, if it's like Chai Shim and Kang Kong, not important, right? It's like serious conversation. You're going to change your lives together. You need everybody to come together. So you must take this seriously. You must fix a time, fix a date, fix a location. Everybody comes in with the homework done. And in this conversation, back and forth, emotions may run high and you may need to move the conversation down a second round, a third round. It's important. Don't try to pull it too tightly. And this thing brings me to third point, which is to manage the emotions along the way. And this is of utmost importance because some people will think their logic, no logic, doesn't matter. You sleep with this person under one roof. It's not a business person that you don't meet. Okay. Or not your lawyer that you don't meet. Okay. So important to recognize that you guys stay together. And this is very, very important. You want to have some level of harmony and unity at home while you work through this difficult conversation. Okay? At the end, it's about mutual ground, not who is right, who is wrong. We are here to work as a team. We get to the end. We change our consumption habits together. We adjust our expenses together. This is the sole marker of success. It's not about just you pushing your pointers or the other person pushing back. You know, this is the whole thing. It's a process. At the end, we must be mutually comfortable. Okay? And I hope you find some of these pointers important and I hope this gives you a little bit more clarity on how to go about doing this. I think I give you very clear, tangible strategies rather than, oh, just have a good conversation. What the hell is a good conversation? So yes, with that, I hope you learned something useful today. See ya. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group. Share this on your socials. I think this episode is especially important. A lot of people need this, right? Share this on your socials. Share this with your friends. And I hope, you know, you benefit from this. And yeah, let me know, you know, if you think I'm a good coach, you know, uh, maybe I will share with you my coaching link. And I'm, I'm thinking of doing some of these things. We may, I may create a landing page, for, but I'll let you all of you know. Uh, and yeah, I, I could, I may be able to help you and your partner through some of these complicated conversations too. So yeah, with that, follow our YouTube, follow our social sites, our email list, everything lah, huh? follow the link. And uh, thank you for supporting us. See you next week. Okay, so yes, this topic actually can extend for maybe a few more episodes if we want to go into more nooks and crannies or some of these discussion. But I think I've given you sufficient ideas, right? Don't abrupt in, stage it, seed it, and then save space. All these are important ideas to increase your success rate. At the end, it's about unity. At the end, we come out together, okay? It's not you're right, she's wrong, he's right, he's wrong, whatever, it doesn't matter, right? Everybody comes out together. This is the main idea of a good money conversation process in my view. Okay? So yeah, this is what we have today. Next week is very close to Chinese New Year already. Okay? Next week very close to Chinese New Year and I wanted to take the challenge of filial piety. Right? So filial piety uh, is an interesting topic uh, right? because you know, Guan Yu and friends made it part of the Asian value. Actually, it's Confucius. right? It's a very Confucius idea. And some of my Malay friends was like, hey, brother, I'm not Chinese, you know. Why do I need to care about like, like filial piety? You know? But anyway, anyway, okay, shout out to our Malay friends in the house. But the idea here is filial piety, like it or not, uh, has been seeded into our society. And whether you Malay, Chinese, Indian, doesn't matter. Okay, or others, even worse, right? All of you are others, huh? just saying. All of you are others. <laughs> so doesn't matter which race you are, you are from. Filial piety has been deeply seeded in our society. 
And I think by extension, there are certain markers and parameters or certain things that you're expected to do uh, when it comes to money with piety. Right? And that's the part that I want to talk a little bit more about. I'll give you some ideas around this thing and maybe some uh, different ways to go about entertaining filial piety at home when it comes to money. Okay, so yeah, we'll see you next week. And happy Chinese New Year for all of you. Uh, go to Chinatown, shop, shop, buy from uh, merchants, everything. Uh, okay, lah, uh, enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. But if you're on the no buy, low buy, I'm watching you, huh? Yeah, you better don't buy anything, huh? <laughs> yeah, lah, take all the old decoration, uh, or ask your cousin, your relative, they all are extra decoration one, confirm. Right, just take out all those things, doesn't matter. Okay, if you only have the cow, let's say, let's say, you know, zodiac sign, right? You only have the cow. You put 12 years, then okay, ma. Yeah, you're in team again. <laughs> but yes, please, no buy, low buy. Huh? If that's your plan, I'm watching you. See you next week.